Hello, this is Casey with You Are The Limit, here to bring you some great news, some exciting news. If you like what you hear on this podcast, well, do not, and I mean do not hesitate to reach out to me and inquire about me speaking at your event today. I'm running some specials, so reach out to me right now and see what those specials are. I'm talking right now, not tomorrow. Make a decision right now. Info at youarethelimit.com. Info at youarethelimit.com. Act now. Welcome to Mindset Matters, where universal law and law of attraction are exemplified and applied to individuality for self-empowerment. Now, here's your host. You are the limit. Welcome back. I had to go with a little funny intro there because it's the book report edition by You Are The Limit on Mindset Matters. Thank you for joining me today. Today is the book report that I've been promising. I have five titles for you in no particular order whatsoever. Now, these titles I read and shifted my perspective in thinking about life and spirituality. So I wanted to share these titles with you because they mean a lot to me, and they moved me in, in ways that if you're ready for the information, they're definitely going to move you. So the first book, and again, this is in no particular order, the first book is by Eckhart Tolle. Actually, the first two are, because he's a really good writer, really good author. He's got some great um, concepts, great ways of looking at life. Love it. But the first book is called A New Earth. Awakening to your life's purpose. Now that struck me. This is before I knew who Eckhart Tolle was. I looked at the book title. I said, A New Earth. Okay. But the the little title besides that, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose, that's what struck me. Because that's what I was trying to do at, at the time, was awaken to my life's purpose, find my life's purpose. And we all know that's not easy. You know, we all know that sometimes it could be uh, a journey that we never really find. We don't never really find what our real purpose is. And I shared my story with you on one of the other episodes on how that looked for me. You know, I had one road to the side that I was looking at, and that's the, the purpose of my life. And I noticed that the road that I was on wasn't on that road. So in searching for my purpose in life, I had to read this book. I saw that title. I had to read this book. And trust me, it definitely didn't disappoint. Really didn't disappoint. What I like about it is it's saying, I don't want to give the whole book away <laughs> because it's a good book and you got to read it, but we got to come to a new earth. Basically in there, I mean, I'm just going to generalize. It's saying how we're living now is not how we're supposed to be living. And it's right in theory of what I've been saying. And what I believe, we're so caught up in the day-to-day, we're so caught up in our egos, we're so caught up in all these different things that really, it's about spirituality. It's about, you know, living out our life's purpose. Because I I believe, and I know many people uh, follow this too and believe this, is we're all here for for a specific purpose, a reason. I mean, yeah, to learn lessons and and live life and grow spiritually. Yes, 
But we all have a purpose. Every single one of us. So it goes through and it talks about the ego, the current state of humanity. That's kind of, it's interesting to read that because most of the things he says in this chapter is right on. Pretty much everything he says is right on, right? How we identify with things, how the, the content and structure of the ego, how that works. And if, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what the ego is, a lot of people say, oh, he's got a big ego or she's got a big ego. And they walk around and think they're all high and mighty. Really what the ego is, is the part of the mind that steers us down roads that we're not supposed to go. It's very analytical. It's hard. If you're not, if you're not educated about it, it's hard to get past and live the way we're supposed to live. So basically with that said, it, it comes in and it, it talks about, you know, the, the core of the ego talks about role playing. So that's chapter four, the many faces of the ego. And I'm just kind of skimming through the book. I want to just kind of give you some highlights of what you can look forward to when you read this book. I mean, there's, there's conscious suffering, parenting, I mean, just different things of how we're identified in our lives and how we identify ourselves. Uh, and also chapter five, the pain body, the birth of emotion, emotions and the eagle. <laughs> eagle, <laughs> that's funny. Ego, I should say. Uh, I like when I mess up like that. It's pretty funny. Um, but it also tells you how to break free, right, from all the the pain and suffering and unhappiness that we go through on a day-to-day life. He really goes into detail um, towards the later end of the book, chapter six, and then in chapter seven, finding who you truly are, finding out about abundance, knowing yourself and knowing about yourself, the good and the bad. I mean, all kinds of, you know, not minding what happens really. Like that's one of the things I was talking about just the other episode is going through life and stuff happens and, and not identifying and attaching to these things that happen to you. But basically just going through life and saying, okay, well, this is this is an experience. And if you're fully present, then you're fully capable of going through that experience without any kind of attachment, but without any judgment, right? So a lot of times things happen in our life and we like to put labels on them. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. You know, we want more of this, less of that, whatever the case is. But really the, the judge of good and bad is ourselves. It's not God, it's it's not religion, it's not the president, it's not the judge of what's good and bad in our own life is what we attach it to, what we mean it to be. So I could look at this mirror that I'm I'm looking at right now and say, well, this is great. But somebody else could walk in the room and say, This is bad. This this mirror's it's horrible, it's ugly. Or I could experience a, a raise and I can bet this is great. And the next guy could sit there. Oh, Man, this is bad. Why is it bad? Well, there's now there's more responsibility. We identify good and bad with different things. So this basically just kind of goes into, you know, all that. I mean, this this book is awesome. And then of course, you know, towards the end it talks about your inner inner purpose. You know, and then the last chapter is a new earth. So how we should be going forward. So check out the book. I don't want to get too much into it, but let me tell you, I recommend this to other people and they have gotten back to me and said, it's, it's great. It's awesome. And it's changed a part of their life too. 
So definitely take a read into that one. That one's good. So the next one I have by Eckhart Tolle is The Power of Now. It's a guide to spiritual enlightenment. This one, this one was good too. I, I'll tell you, this author is amazing. He He's great. Some of the uh, things that he says, you know, I even took some notes on this book too. I couldn't find my notes on The New Earth. I'm not even going to lie. I couldn't find my notes on that one. But I did take some notes on The Power of Now. And you know what? I just want to kind of share a few of them with you, if that's okay. Uh, so first, I would like to share this with you. So he talks about when resisting what is, you are making the present moment into an enemy. You are creating unhappiness, conflict between inner and the outer. Your unhappiness is polluting not only your inner, your own inner being and those around you, but also the collective human psyche of which you are inseparable part. You are an inseparable part. If humans clear inner pollution, then they will also cease to create outer pollution. So that goes back to what I was saying in some of my previous episodes. If if your outer world is just chaotic and it just seems like it's a mess, then so is your inner world. If you clean up your inner world, this is what he's saying. If you clean up your inner world and take care of your inner self, then your outer world will follow. Right? Make your inner world better. And so your outer world. So we are what we think. We are our thoughts. We are what we constantly think about and put our energy behind all the time. That's what we're sending out and that's what comes back. So if we're constantly, oh, this, this, all this stuff is happening and I can't believe it. I'm having a horrible day. This sucks. I'm mad or whatever the case may be. That's what's going to come back to you. Those types of things because we're putting our power, our energy and time and attention behind those things, right? So even if you experience all the riches that life has to offer, all the vacations you want, all will come and go, leaving you unfulfilled even still. Why? Because you spend your time waiting, then getting, then getting, then emptiness. When you are present and in the moment, you have no choice but to feel gratitude and appreciate what's in front of you and what's currently in your life. What's in your bank is a number. Credit score is a number. Recognize and move on. This is some of the things that that I got from this book, right? I, I wrote some notes after reading through it. So this goes back to what I was saying earlier. There is no bad. There is no good. There, there is just what is. I had to pause on that for a second because I, I need that to sit with you for a second, right? Good and bad are related to judgments of the mind. The ego. And then we identify with one or the other. The alternative is just accepting everything for what is. And going through life accepting everything for what is. Being fully present in the moment. And taking everything in free of judgment. But living with acceptance. That's how powerful this book is. This book is is amazing. Listen to this. If you cannot be at ease with yourself when you are alone, you will seek a relationship 
to cover up your unease. You can be sure that the unease will then reappear and come other form within the relationship and you will probably hold your partner partner responsible for it. All you really need to do is accept this moment fully. You are then at ease in the here and now and at ease with yourself. I wanted to read that slow because that's something very, very important. This book, like I said, is absolutely amazing. The Power of Now. I mean, there's no better way to put it as being present and described as so than this book puts how it describes it. Because, see, like I said earlier, we, we, we spend our lives running around day-to-day grind, worried about this, worried about that. How present are we? Think about that for a second. Really, how present are we? You ever tripped over a curb? You ever walk down the street? Or I'll give you an example. <laughs> I paused real quick because I was like, this is a perfect example, right? In the last year... I probably hit my head probably three times, split my head open. Just seriously walking into a door like because I wasn't even paying attention. Turn around, boom, there's the door. Why? In those instances, it's a perfect example of how I was not present. And now people go through this all the time. You may not split your head open like I did, obviously. That's probably an extreme case. You know, I like to say when I do things, I do it. I go the extreme, right? I do it big. Not gonna lie, you know. But how many times, like I said, you trip over a curb, you, you know, you're pushing the shopping cart and then you bump into the person in front of you in the store. I mean, how many times do you do stuff like this? These are all examples of not being present. Definitely pick up the power of now. You have to read this book. This book is absolutely amazing. I love it. And the next one is also one of, I mean, all five, I'm not even gonna lie. Okay. I'm going to say I love all five of these because they're my top five, right? The one, my favorite ones that I've read. There's also some other ones too, but these top five are just amazing. The next one is called shift happens. I liked it because it's kind of a play on words a little bit because you hear people say shit happens, but this is shift happens. And then the F is kind of like sideways. It's kind of, it's, it's very clever, very clever. Uh, the author is Robert Holden. PhD, of course. Uh, he's a best-selling author of Be Happy and Authentic Success. And this is How to Live an Inspired Life starting right now. Now, this book, is, it's not, it's a very easy read is, is what I was going to say. It's a very easy read. It's it's just, it's amazing. I'm going to open this up real quick because you know what? There's, I got to read some of these chapters to you, Right? I mean, he, okay, check this out. He starts off right off the bat. Happiness is an inner light with no off switch. <laughs> really? Yeah, sign me up. I'm, I'm, I don't even have to read the rest of the chapters. I'll just do that one. You are what you seek. Remember, I've always said it, right? I've, I've said it in the last few episodes. I just said it a minute ago. You are what you seek. What you're seeking for is what you're, what you're putting out there and what you're putting your time, energy, and attention into is what you're going to get back. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, that's for your own judgment, right? The next one is there's no, there's nothing wrong with you. Another one, that which suffers is not you. Oh, this one I like. You can have whatever you want. 
Next one, there is no separation. Another one, detox your ego. Your world awaits you. Keep smiling unless you feel like crying. That's an interesting one. Give up your fear of giving. There are no, no shortages, only a lack of willingness to receive. Stop improving your life and start living. Isn't that funny? We always say we need to improve our lives. I got to improve my life. I got to do this to improve my life. I got to do this to, to learn something. I got to do all this. and We just need to start living. Start living life. Now, don't get me wrong. Reading a book and, and educating yourself is, is great. That's awesome. But you know what? I mean, technically, if you're reading a book, if you're in a quiet space, right? No kids or nothing. You're just you. You're in a quiet space. And you're reading a book. You're fully present in that book. You're reading the words and you're comprehending what's in that book. So technically, you're, you're, you're fully living right there and you're very present because you're reading the words and it's, it's sinking in, right? So definitely, I, I want, I, you know what? Let me just read, hold on. Happiness is an inner light with no off switch. I mean, let's, I, I would love to just read this part real quick. There's one part, let's see here. It is, okay, I'm just going to read this part. Remember today that happiness is not in it. Happiness is not in things. It is in you. Happiness is your inner light that has no off switch. Be still for a moment. Stop the world. Close your eyes. Sink into your heart. Let every in-breath be a symbol of your intention to connect unconditionally to love, life, and joy. And let every out-breath be a symbol of your willingness to let go of separation and fear. Do this until you touch something infinite. Keep going until you make contact with your unconditioned self. Eventually, you will discover the soul of who you really are. And all the angels will applaud. And guess what? They will cheer too. Now that's just a di that's an example from this book. You, you got to get this book. It's awesome. It's amazing. A lot of what it has to say affects how I even live my life to this day. And in a lot of the stuff that I say on my podcast, a lot of the stuff that I write, I mean, all this stuff has influenced everything. It's all been part of my journey. The next book, it's called The Seat of the Soul. So it has prefaces by, prefaces, I'm sorry, by Oprah Winfrey and Maya Angelou. The author is Gary Zakav. Now, The Seed of the Soul is an absolutely, it's, it's a great book. I, I loved it. I read it. It just, it hit home for me. I'm going to uh, open it up real quick and, and give you some of the chapters so you can kind of see what we're talking about here. So in this book, he talks about the evolution, right? He talks about karma. He talks about reverence. He talks about your heart. And when it comes to creation, he talks about your... Your intuition, your light, and your intention. Responsibility. He talks about your choice, addiction, relationships, and souls. And power, right? We all like that power. <laughs> According to power, it's psychology, illusion, power, 
and trust. And then what I like about this is in the back, if you turn to the back, right, he's got a study guide. So you can kind of go through there and, and, and look at the study guide. So let's go to, I want to do a quick page of this, you know, get into, read a little bit of this real quick, right? All right, here we go. Responsibility. Yes. Choice. The center of the evolutionary process is choice. It is the engine of our evolution. Each choice that you make is a choice of intention. You may choose to remain silent in a particular situation, for example, and that action may serve the intention of penalizing sharing compassion, extracting vengeance, showing patience, or loving. You may choose to speak forcefully, and that action may serve any of the same intentions. What you choose with each action and each thought is an intention. A quality of consciousness that you bring to your action or your thought. The splintered personality has several or many aspects. One aspect may be loving and patient. Another may be vindictive, another charitable, and another selfish. Each of these aspects has its own values and goals. If you're not conscious of all the different parts of yourself, the part of yourself that is the strongest will win out over the other parts. Its intention will be the one that the personality uses to create reality. The charitable part of you, for example, may want to see the burglar that was caught in your house given another chance. But if the vindictive part of you is stronger, you will, perhaps, with mixed feelings, press for his or her, his or her arrest. You cannot choose your intentions consciously until you become conscious of each of the different aspects of yourself. That's all about responsibility. Power of choice. I mean, think about it. Every thought, everything that you're putting out there, how you enjoy each moment in your life is all a choice. Everything is a choice. You getting upset over something, that's a choice. Somebody cut you off and you're going to get mad at that person. You're choosing to empower that situation and, ha and and choosing to be mad about it, right? You stub your toe. You're choosing to, be, to let that ruin your day. Or you just kind of laugh at yourself and say, well, you know what? I should have been paying more attention. Present, right? We're talking about presence. Should have been more present. Well, there you go. It's taking responsibility for our actions, for ourselves and who we are. And it's really... You know, how we react to each situation. A lot of us, you know, could be reactive. Something happens, boom, we just start acting right away. But what happens if we just take a second, kind of take a deep breath real quick, step back and say, okay, this happened. How are we going to handle this? Right? That's taking responsibilities. It's acting more in a responsible way than just reacting and whether it's mad or whether it's this or, you know, yelling or whatever the case may be, that, that's not going to solve anything. It's not, it's not going to solve anything.
Okay, so this book, honestly, uh, The Seed of the Soul is, is awesome. This guy's amazing. Um, so yeah, definitely check that book out as well. The next book, I love this guy. <laughs> I do. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I love all these people. They're awesome. Awesome people in the industry. Let me tell you. Um, I, this is, I'm, I'm actually reading this book as of right now. And I have followed Dr. Joe Dispenza for a while, probably the last year, year and a half, somewhere in there. I came across some of the, uh, some of the stuff he was doing. I've been watching videos and, and he, I mean, he's so, he's so interesting. And the reason why I like him so much is because a lot of what I believe in and how I feel things are aligns with how he feels. But what I like about him, right, is he is a doctor. And in this particular book that I am going to talk about in a second, Becoming Supernatural, that's the title of it. He backs a lot of what he's been saying and what he's saying in this book by scientific measure, by evidence, by facts. And it's it's absolutely amazing. So one of my favorite things about him is he puts these, um, these camp, not camps, but they're like retreats. That's the word I was looking for. So he puts these retreats on that you go to, and I believe they're week long. I'm, I'm really not sure, but I believe they're week long and they're destinations. You go there and he trains people how to heal themselves by their thoughts, by meditations. Now I've purchased a, med- a meditation by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And let me tell you something. I've done it a couple of times already and it's out of this world. It's great. If you really, you have to surrender yourself to the moment and really get into it. It's amazing. Uh, after the first time I did it, I had, I, I had to lay down. I couldn't even, I couldn't get, I, I tried to get up and walk around and just so much happened within me. I literally had to lay down. So that I did, I went back to bed and laid down for a minute, but it was great. It was awesome. Almost, it was almost like an out of body experience kind of deal. So, his theory is we make ourselves sick by our thoughts, by stressing ourselves out. He talks about in the book how we come across situations, and if we're stressing about it, we go into like a, a fight mode. So it's fight or flight, right? So we're in that fight mode. And we can, and by stressing, it keeps our bodies in that fight mode longer. I mean, at, at all times, in some cases, we're always in that fight mode because we're always stressed and we're always in a hurry. We're always doing all this. And he also talks about being in the present moment and enjoying life, what's in front of you, right? But if we're always in that stress mode, you know, going and doing all this stuff, fight mode, and we're doing this, you know, you, you can tell in my voice, I'm trying to make it like, oh man, oh, what am I doing? You know? You're always like that. Your body's always like that. What happens is you start breaking your body down. Your immune system lowers and you open yourself up to diseases. Now, I have a new pronunciation of that word, right? A lot of people say, oh, it's disease. But listen to it. It's your body being at dis-ease. You're putting your body at dis-ease. So what he's saying is you're causing it, right? Cancer, uh, arthritis, all these different you know, diseases and stuff that we, we experience, we cause it ourselves. And how we do that is if your body's always in in stress mode, right? You're always stressed out. Your immune system is just, just basically picture you're going into war, right? And you're just standing there 
and you just kind of move to the side, let the enemy into your country to just have a free-for-all and just bomb and destroy your country and you're just standing there watching. It's kind of like that. So your body is not, it just gets overtaken by disease and you just, your, your body can't fight it off anymore. And, you know, some people end up dying from it. Some people become really, really sick. But what he's saying is if our thoughts got us there, then our thoughts could get us out. So he teaches you how to use your thoughts and meditations to heal your own body. And it's absolutely amazing. I mean, the whole middle section, he has graphs, charts, just crazy. I mean, I love this book. This is this is just, I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I, I did it for the other books, right? So I'm going to do it here. I'm going to open this up. I mean, he opens it up with opening the door to the supernatural. Chapter two, the present moment. There it is, right? Everybody talks about the present moment. Why do we always talk about the present moment? Is this because a lot of us aren't there, right? We're not there. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. So um, tuning into the present moment, being totally here, right? Uh, next one is tuning into new potentials in the quantum. So the quantum is beyond, it's a spiritual world, right? It's, it's, it's beyond the physical, what we can see with the eyes. And he just goes into detail about all that stuff. Heart intelligence. Now, this was really, really interesting. You have to read this chapter because it's crazy. He talks about the heart having its own intelligence, how somebody had, there's cases of people having heart transplants and the new person that gets the new heart has the experience that the old person whose heart it was had. So the heart has its own intelligence. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, he talks about the pineal gland, uh, space time and time space. Now, I read this chapter when I was half asleep. Don't do that because it gets really technical. It gets really technical, but man, it's it's deep. This book is really, really deep. It's it's You definitely have to be ready for this information. Um, if you're still caught up in, in the egotistical, analytical mind, stuff like that, you're gonna you're gonna read this stuff and like this is garbage. It's 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 crap. That's I mean, some people will. Some people are, are ready for the information, right? So they're gonna read it and say, Wow, this is totally great. It's, it's awesome. Uh blessing of the energy centers, I really, really like. And he talks about going going through and you have eight energy centers. I believe it's eight, seven or eight. I have to I have to check. Um, but anyways, and going through and just blessing them, right? Because what happens is as we go through life, we experience things. And he breaks down, you you have to see this chart too. This chart's amazing. But he breaks down a lot of the stuff that we go through gets stuck in the lower three, right? All the way down in, your, in, in the lower abdomen, the stomach area, like the, the, the lower three, they get stuck there and it causes issues within our bodies. And how we get rid of those issues is we put our, our body back into alignment and blessing the energy centers helps us do that. And so basically, it helps us release all the stuff that we hold on to. Because all these aches and pains that we have, and I believe the same thing. After reading this, it makes total sense to me. But we have these aches and pains, sometimes unexplainable. Oh, I got this pain in my back. I didn't even lift anything. I just... We hold on to experiences and baggage and all this stuff. And we store it inside our bodies. And it causes different ailments and diseases and stuff inside our body. And in this book, he talks about all that stuff and how it affects us. So definitely, 
Becoming Supernatural. You have to go. To, you have to read this if if you're ready for the information, because it it is. It's very, it's very, very good. I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. Look him up on the on the internet and kind of uh, read through what he does and all that. It's he's a great, uh, great. Per- I mean, he's moving and changing a lot of lives, and and I admire that. That's what I'm looking to do. So these people that I mentioned today, Eckhart Tolle, Robert Holden, Gary Zakoff, and then Dr. Joe Dispenza. These are all people that are changing lives, and that's what I'm out to do. I want to. I'm seeking to do that myself. And to educate people like I've been educated. So check out my other episodes. I know this was a very long book report. <laughs> I know. I was trying to keep it brief. Um, definitely I was trying to keep it brief. Um, real quick though. Another good author, Dr. Henry Cloud. I like him as well. Uh, I'm looking at the book in front of me, The Secret Things of God. He also has a, a, a Law of Happiness. is also a good one by him. So those two. And there's also a book, I I can't remember who the author is, but it's called Happiness Now. And that's another good book too, talking about how, like what these other authors are saying is, you know, um, how, like you could be happy right now. You don't have to wait for this job to come or this raise or this significant other who's going to change my life. You don't have to wait for any of that stuff, right? Happiness is right now. It's right in front of you. It's inside you. So that's another good book too that that changed my life as well, and I like this. There's this little little one uh, by Florence Scovel Shin called "The Magic Path of Intuition," and it's got a, good, a lot of good um, like affirmations and stuff in there. I really liked it. It's very it's got a lot of great pictures, <laughs> right? Um, it's an easy read. I read it in like no time. It's it's very very easy, um, but. They talk about like the mat. Here's a, an example: the magic faith of intuition. You know, it's just. Um, let's see, what's another good one? How to wind yourself up financially. I mean, there's also there's different lessons, and then they have affirmations and stuff to go with it. So, check that one out as well. But anyways, this is you are the limit, and mindset matters. Thank you for tuning to the show today. Thank you for hanging in there with me. On this, there's many, many, many good books out there, tons of good books out there, but I'm sharing with you what has changed my life. So, have a great day. Check out my other episodes. Uh, youarethelimit.com is now up and running. You can check out youarethelimit.com. Uh, that has everything there, kind of what I'm doing, uh, information and such like that. I'm also on Instagram. I'm getting that up and running. I'll have that on the episodes as well. So, thanks again for tuning in. This is You Are The Limit. Have a good day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to hear from you. Email me at info at youarethelimit.com or youarethelimit at yahoo.com. Also, check out my website for a little bit more information about myself about what I do at youarethelimit.com. Thank you so much. Check out my other episodes. You can catch me on Stitcher, Overcast, iTunes, CastBox, Spotify. I'm all over the place. Thank you so much and God bless.